Welcome to the Commission Queen podcast. Commission Queen is for women real estate agents that are craving success and want to do things differently. We talk all things manifesting, money, and of course, real estate. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and just like you, I'm a real estate agent. I went from struggling to get clients to making over six figures consistently while working 15 hours or less each week. And now I coach women like you on how to do the same. Listen for real life examples and tips in every episode on how to massively increase your income and find your freedom with ease. You're here because you're ready to change your life, your business, and your financial status. So let's do it. Hello, hello, queens. I hope you are having an amazing manifesting May still. We are still in it. And it's been so cool to just see all of the signs, feeling aligned, feeling in flow. But today I want to talk about when we don't feel that way or when things in real estate do feel really hard. Something I think that is really not talked about as often as it should be in real estate is the mental pressure and the constant pressure for real estate agents. I think that's the best word to describe as pressure. I've noticed this topic come up a lot with my private clients right now, and it's something that I've dealt with. It is something that I think probably 100% of the agents have dealt with, and if they don't deal with it, in my mind, they aren't that caring and considerate of an agent. Like Those agents are the ones that totally just care about the numbers and they don't really care about the people and you know taking care of the transaction from a standpoint of caring for your clients caring for the people involved there is a lot of pressure involved as a real estate agent there's pressure you know in one way that has to do with your own life of making sure that you're getting the leads making sure that you are like organized, making sure that you have systems in place, making sure that you are getting those consistent closings and having buyer and seller processes and all of that. There's pressure around that. But honestly, that's the easy stuff. The pressure that really comes into play is when you are working with your clients and things aren't going as they should. And we all know in real estate, Random stuff can come up all the time. Things you never even thought possible can show up in our transactions. Every transaction can be different. And even though you do your best to choose only ideal clients, even with ideal clients, things can happen. Things can happen on the other side. You can be working with an agent that's not good. You can be working with a lender that's not good on the other side. And there is a lot of pressure because this is people's biggest transaction of their lives, or at least one of the biggest transactions of their lives that you are somewhat responsible for, right? I mean, you are the one who should know the legalities of things. You are the one who should be making sure that everything is correct in the contract and all of that. And not only is there a lot of money on the line, but it's also people's lives. It's also a huge part of people's lives. It's their 
daily living situations. It, you know, has to do with their family very often, has to do with their finances, investments. I mean, this is really, really big stuff. And I just want to talk to that for a second. I mean, I want to talk about that because you are not alone if you are thinking, oh my gosh, this is stressful, even though things are like pretty much going fine. It's just a lot going on. It's a lot of stress that we can take on ourselves. And especially as you start to have more business and you start to have those consistent closings, a lot of things are happening at once and there will be things that show up that can be stressful situations. And having that pressure and stress when those things do show up and it just as you have more clients and closings, more things show up. And there are a few things that I've recognized about how very often in the real estate industry, everybody seems to think everything is like an emergency. It's like really, really urgent. And a lot of those things can be worked out if you just give it some time. So you don't have to respond immediately to the stress. But it does happen. I mean, it, we are working with a lot of different personalities. So whether it be your clients or the other side's clients or the lender or the title company or whatever, we're working with a lot of personalities that are going to maybe be more high stress than us. Even if you're not extremely reactive, we are still getting bombarded potentially with other people that are nervous or they have something going on that they think is super urgent or there is something that happens and they're responding in a way different way than you would that's putting pressure on how you may feel that you have to react so for my empaths especially girl I feel you like this is taking on a lot a lot of heavy stuff. It can also be amazing. It can be so great, so energetic, so fun. And you can have all of that excitement, which is amazing too. But if you are not keeping yourself in check and doing things to help you stay as stable as possible, then this can be an emotional roller coaster of a job. So I'll have clients ask me like, Becca, what's wrong with me? How am I not able to handle this? And it's either like, okay, let's get some things in place. But also, you're so not alone. And I'm the first to tell you that I have dealt with this so much. And in fact, it's a big reason that I have stepped away from being really active in real estate and focused more on Commission Queen. It's not the reason that I started Commission Queen. I started Commission Queen purely out of a passion project to help women in real estate. And as I grew more and more and I'm getting into this work, I'm loving it so much. And I also am noticing how my emotions are much more regulated than when I'm very active in real estate and very busy with real estate. I definitely experience the up and down even though I have done so much to mitigate that. I have done so much to stabilize my emotions, to put myself in situations where I'm not having to deal with, you know, that amount, that immense amount of pressure or 
dealing with clients that really put even more stress on you. And so even with that, even with being able to mitigate as much as possible, it's not possible to fully, fully mitigate it, especially when you are feeling so connected to your clients. And you know, that's what I'm all about is like being connected to your people and being authentically you. And being authentically me is really caring about other people. And that's why I say, you know, when you're dealing with this, if you are dealing with this or have dealt with this, it means that you care. Like I know that it doesn't mean anything other than you actually actually care. So I am going to give you the ways that I have mitigated this to be the least amount of stress and pressure. It may never be 100%, but it will seriously help you. And especially if you are in a place where there's no boundaries in place and you feel like you're just constantly being pulled in all different directions emotionally and mentally, Here's what has helped me go from like extreme anxiety and stress in real estate to being able to be more steady in my emotions. The first thing would be mitigate as much of your own personal pressure. So anything on your side of things, make sure that you are releasing that pressure, that you don't have that pressure there. So This would look like making sure that you are steady in your finances, making sure that you're steady in what you're doing and how you want to create your business. And so when I say being steady in your finances, think of the pressure that happens when you don't have a closing, when you don't have leads in your pipeline, when, you know, you're looking at your finances and it's not looking good, you're dealing with a whole different type of pressure that adds to the pressure of the clients of the transaction. So if the transaction doesn't go well, like if something comes up in the transaction that, you know, could jeopardize it from closing, you're going to deal with a much higher spike of this anxiety and this stress if you are feeling your pressure, like if you're feeling the pressure on your side, you're going to have that much more pressure. But then also think on top of all that, you know, then you're worried about the people in the transaction as well. So you're worrying about yourself, but you're also worrying about the people in the transaction. So I think it's really important to make sure that you are steady and you are steady in where you are and how you do business first and foremost. So if that means adding another income source of some sort, that will be really helpful to just take that off of the table and not having to be so desperate and have so much pressure around each and every closing. Then if you are already in that space of you're getting consistent closings, you have a lot of people in the pipeline, you are starting from a totally different base where at least you feel good in that. Like you feel like you're covered in the client's area, in the financial area. This is also where the money work comes into play, like your relationship with money, your money mindset. Working on this will help you so, so much 
in not feeling the pressure. Because even if you're having consistent closings, we all know that it's easy to be able to spend that money as well. So working on that money mindset, working on becoming that abundant agent that knows what to do with their money, that's creating a wealth plan. So having that as your foundation and also being really clear and feeling really good, really aligned in the way that you are doing business. If you don't like how you're doing business or how you're getting and receiving business, it's going to add a whole nother layer of pressure on top of the other pressure that can happen with a client. But it adds a whole nother layer of pressure because maybe you're saying, like, I need to have this closing because I need to prove to myself that this is a way to get business. Or if you pay for leads, maybe you're saying, like, I need business because I need to be able to justify this lead source or pay this lead source. So first and foremost, the most important thing is taking the pressure off of you, your financial status, and where you're getting your business, how you're getting your business. So making sure all of those are good and aligned, and that will help mitigate a lot of the pressure. The next thing would be, you know, I mentioned ideal clients, and I always talk about how important working with only ideal clients is only working with ideal clients. And this is a huge reason of why I talk about that because when you're working with non-ideal clients, this is where the pressure can get out of control. This is where the anxiety can get out of control where let's say you're working with somebody that is extremely rude, they are disrespectful, they don't respect your boundaries, they are wasting a lot of your time, maybe they are extremely emotional themselves in a way that, you know, is very stress producing. When you're working with those types of clients, that pressure is heavy. That anxiety is heavy because you are constantly being reminded that this job can be stressful and it makes you feel like I don't even know if I'm cut out for this job and it can make you feel like I don't even know if I want to do this job because of clients like that and when you're working with non-ideal clients they very often can cause such a ruckus that it makes you feel inferior and it makes you It takes up so much of your time, your energy. That's a big one. It takes up a lot of your energy. So even if you wanted to welcome in new ideal clients, even if you're working with ideal clients at the same time, you are still feeling badly because you continue to lessen your boundaries. You continue to settle and work with clients like this. So I am a huge, huge believer in only working with your ideal clients, saying no to those types of non-ideal clients, firing those non-ideal clients if you have to, to prove to yourself, this is not how I want to do my business. This is not who I want to work with. And I am not going to settle for these types of clients just because I need clients. 
And if you're in a space where you need clients, that can seem like a really scary thing. And, you know, number one, that's where that whole foundation of taking the pressure off of you and your financial status will help so, so much. But also have the courage, no matter what, to say no to those types of clients. And choose to only work with your ideal clients. Working with ideal clients will not only make your job so much more fun and enjoyable and fulfilling, but also when and if things arise in the real estate world, right? In the transaction, if things happen that are outside of your control, if things happen, you want a client that is going to not blow up. You want a client that is going to take the news or whatever with grace and they are feeling like we are doing this together and they're not blaming you for things or they're not you know getting super emotional and freaking out on you about things you want an ideal client that is going to be understanding and make the most of things this has helped so so much I remember several times in my career when I was working with non-ideal clients and even if little things came up, you know, maybe the buyer wanted to ask something for inspection, you know, or like maybe the seller didn't want to do something for inspection, you know, just like little things that can be so minor and you have people that are just like blow up and it makes you second guess everything because you're just like so over it right and then I started working with only my ideal clients and working with your ideal clients is actually a dream things can still happen in real estate but your ideal client is still going to love you they are still going to appreciate you and they are going to make everything so much easier Because my ideal clients, they are actually thinking of everything as a whole. Like they're not just thinking about them and their situation. They are considerate of the other party. They're considerate of the situation. I mean, it's so helpful to have that ideal client. And if you deal with a lot of anxiety in real estate, this could be a big reason that you're working with non-ideal clients. So start saying no to those clients and then you're bringing in more space. You're having more space for those ideal clients to come in, for you to attract those ideal clients. Next is have your own boundaries in check. Like create boundaries around when you're going to respond to texts and emails and all of these things instead of constantly just reacting, constantly waiting and looking for those things to come in, have set times where you are going to go on do not disturb or like a certain amount of hours per day or something. But put your phone on do not disturb. Put boundaries in place of when you respond to things because you need to step away sometimes and just you know, unplug for a little bit and give yourself space. The next thing is it's really important to have people in your corner or surrounding yourself with people 
that are not all about the drama. You want to surround yourself with people that know things can come up in real estate, but they are going to just immediately look for solutions. They're not going to focus on the drama. They're just going to focus on solutions and you guys can all work together. So this is going to be the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So this can be, you know, other agents that you hang out with in the office, but also more importantly, surrounding yourself with these types of people that are solution oriented, that are the ones going through the transactions with you. So this will be, you know, your inspectors. You want to have a really great solution-oriented inspector, not one that's all about the drama. You want to have a great solutions-oriented lender, not one that's going to get caught up in the drama. You want to have a great solutions-oriented title. You know, all of those people that are going through the transactions with you, you want to make sure that they're the type of people that say, here's what's going on. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. We're going to find a solution and we're going to get it done versus the type of people that are like, here's what happened. Here's the thing. Oh yeah, this could be a really big deal. This could be really bad because what happens is there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes and you know we work on smoothing things over and making sure everything gets fixed behind the scenes before telling our clients. But if you have ever worked with or if you are working with people that are not doing it behind the scenes in a solutions-oriented way and they're just immediately alerting clients and getting them all upset and like freaking them out and turns out like it wasn't that big of a deal and it wasn't anything, this is what we don't want. We want people that are going to do everything they can to make sure we're getting solutions. We're finding out a way to fix it and have the least amount of drama. Okay, now the last one that is also so important, and it tends to be my go-to for when there's something really big going on, but I think it's helpful to do all of the time if you're someone who feels that extreme up and down emotionally with real estate, is meditating. Honestly, meditating is so helpful during this time to bring down the stress level and doing breath work or anything to do with your breath, even if it's just breathing a little extra, breathing a little deeper, taking time to focus on your breath to calm yourself down and realize, okay, this is all right. Will this actually be a big issue in my life if I look back a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? Just breathe it out. It's going to be fine. And I also imagine that I am surrounding whatever the situation is that is causing stress with love and light. And in my mind, I make it smaller. So a lot of times the things that we're feeling stress and anxiety around, it feels really big. It feels like all-encompassing. And if we can take that image in our mind and shrink it, like shrink, 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 shrink. And sometimes I'll even imagine having it as large as just whatever can fit on my hand. So it's really small. So having it as small as fitting on my hand and being able to see the situation and looking over it and just sending like love, light, 
And I also find that that usually ends up helping the situation that everything gets worked out and it's totally fine, but it also helps my mental state so much. Okay, wait, I guess I have one more, but this one I feel like is pretty obvious, um, but I just think that it is important to note having systems in place, having an organized way where you're easily able to go through each transaction in a very repeatable and sustainable way is also going to help everything if any of your stress is related to during the transaction, even when things are totally fine, or you find that things are getting tripped up on that maybe shouldn't you know, you don't have to deal with that type of stuff. If you had systems in place and if you had really great processes in place. So that will also help all of the processes and anything that you feel like is happening just because you're trying to reinvent the wheel each and every transaction, each and every lead to closing. So I hope this episode helped and I hope that you found it to be a breath of fresh air of actually talking about the stress that can come with real estate. You're definitely not alone in that. And there are ways to help mitigate it as much as possible. So start implementing those things. If you're dealing with a lot of that stress, start implementing those things and see how it changes for you. This can absolutely be the best career for you. Gratitude and abundance queens. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, hit the subscribe button and share a review. I so appreciate every one of you. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me at Commission Queen and go to commissionqueen.com to browse products and get more free content.